This episode contains, among many fabulous things. I'm like, where's the body, you know? Some swear words. We're animals. <laughs> hey folks, welcome to the Brilliant Body Podcast, a forum to learn about and liberate the brilliance of your body and ultimately to expand the meaning and experience of intelligence. Join me, Ali Mazay, and other body masters to explore pioneering and varied perspectives on what it means and feels like to be embodied. So many people feel disconnected from their bodies due to emotional or physical pain or even conditioning and lack of education. Others feel quiet at home in their bodies yet want to learn to have more pleasure, awareness, and access to the body's guidance. This podcast is for everybody. Each one of my trailblazing guests has studied their own bodies and others' bodies for decades and will share their expertise and unique mission, how to thrive as a body. So join us and reclaim your body's brilliance. Welcome to Meet the Brilliant Body podcast an overview and teaser of what to expect from my new podcast series, The Brilliant Body with Ali Mazay. And that's me. I'm Ali Mazay. And I want to tell you why I'm doing this podcast. The short professional bio is this. I've worked for 42 years and counting with thousands of people in their bodies as a hands-on body therapist, applying a phenomenal technique I developed called proprio massage. I also offer and teach a hands-off somatic technique called personal geometry, which is a method I developed and adapted from family constellation work, of which I've been a longtime facilitator. Personal geometry really utilizes our innate understanding of spatial relationship and gives the body language to externalize our internal body maps and shed light almost instantaneously on all the things our bodies know about any given issue or challenge in our lives so that we can actually change them if we so desire. To round things out, I'll share that I'm also a walking in your shoes facilitator and a sexologist specializing in identifying and clearing sexual, emotional, and physical pain due to trauma and cultural inhibitions. While I do many things, my ultimate goal is to facilitate somatic intelligence and to enhance a client's experience of being a body, physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, and sexually. Hopefully this leads to a more authentic and enjoyable lived experience. And why does this matter to me? Because we all know, our bodies know, that we're in a crucial time in our planet's existence. I'm of the conviction that healing what is often called the mind-body split, perpetrated and perpetuated by many structures of power throughout centuries, is the key to surviving and thriving as people and as a planet with all its species. Because without being deeply of our bodies, we can't feel, we aren't regulated, empathetic, and connected. Love has to be felt. I suppose there's incarnate beings who feel all kinds of love, but while we're alive in our bodies, love has to be felt there, right here, 
as do all the other emotions, which also need to be felt and integrated and communicated responsibly, hopefully, rather than projected out into the world in all these distorted and destructive ways. In other words, without the body, we can't love. And without love, we tend towards destruction of ourselves, each other, particularly if they don't look like us, including all the other brilliant bodied species we share this planet with. So again, discovering the brilliance of our bodies, that this thing we refer to as an it isn't a machine or the source of sin or just a non-sentient dumb vehicle. It's a crucial key to experiencing and sharing so much more balance, pleasure, acceptance, clear internal guidance, and communion with self, our fellow inhabitants, and perhaps even the divine. This podcast, The Brilliant Body, will surely give you many new provocative and evocative perspectives and opportunities to view and experience your body beyond what you have previously thought and felt. My upcoming guest, integral anatomist, Gil Headley. This mechanistic perspective and philosophy that we all inherit from our established medical paradigms and anatomical formats and physiology books would all have us believe that we're a machine. We have to crawl our way back into our heart center, having been dislodged almost permanently into our brains. On the left side, particularly, where we rattle around in a myopic and particulate vision of the world, the fragmented world, which hurts the heart, actually, and renders us ill, that orientation. Your heart is a pump pushing blood through pipes. It's absurd. It's literally, it's literally absurd. It's absurd even by its own mechanistic terms, because find me a pump that can do what the heart does. There is no such thing on our planet. Maybe a pump is a shitty model of the heart, but the heart is certainly not a model of the pump. So this heart center is, is no pump. It's the place where our, our living blood is refreshing its movement and sending itself spinning on another cycle around our body on a spinning planet for us to enjoy and take pleasure in and be moved by in such a way that we're moved towards one another rather than separated from one another, which seems to be a theme lately. <laughs> we are so much more than our thinking minds. This conceptual bias that our intelligence is not part and parcel of our bodies is the skewed foundation upon which educational curricula, Western medicine, even laws have developed. It shows up in our boardrooms, our bedrooms, how society values and remunerates its citizens or doesn't. It shows up in our very definition and attribution of intelligence. Check it out for yourself. Do you base your intelligence on your intellect, on your test scores, how many books you've read? on where you went to school or didn't, and how much money you make, perhaps because of your academic education? My upcoming guest, business coach and creative strategist, Rachel Fell. If Descartes and the whole I think, therefore I am became this pin in the collective self-concept, then we start privileging the intellectual and rational mind or brain, let's say, we think intelligence is our thinking mind. We don't 
conceive of our entire body as a body mind or as intelligent, but my limbic system is incredibly intelligent and it's inextricable with the neocortex. My brainstem is inextricable from my limbic system. My heart is incredibly intelligent and generates an electromagnetic field that's something like 300 times more powerful than the brains. My liver is intelligent. My connective tissue matrix is intelligent. So this idea that intelligence is the body mind and that processing is full body, it really speaks to what you brought up earlier, which is sensory awareness as a form of intelligence. In your work, you're helping people to retrain their body mind to point that light of awareness at their own physical experience, that's a form of intelligence. So to privilege and to only engage the thinking mind is actually to limit the self. It's not the thinking mind or the body. There's an imbalance here for sure. We are way too thinky as a culture. We are not engaging our full potential and capacity through a full body mind map of intelligence, but that doesn't mean that the thinking mind is bad or wrong. It just means it's doing too much. It's carrying too much of the load. And I feel impoverished by that. I feel stolen from, from a very early age as probably most of us have been. I think that's ultimately what's behind the desire to make this podcast is to remind myself and hopefully you, if that's something that you value, of our wholeness. My upcoming guest, author, actor, and embodiment leader, Philip Shepard. What we've neglected is that there is a sort of geography to the body's intelligence. And we've made this fundamental mistake of thinking there's a synonymous relationship between mind and brain. Well, look, the brain is in the head and we know where it is, but mind suffuses the body. There's no cell that doesn't participate in its thinking. And so to liberate the thinking from the head is at the same time to liberate your thinking from that decontextualized, stripped away, abstract focus that the left brain excels at. Our culture does not recognize wholeness. We are trained out of it. We don't, we don't know what it is to speak from our wholeness. We don't know what it is to listen from our wholeness. We don't know what it is to face an issue with the whole of our being. We, we defer to the head, we defer to the head. And so it's, you know, it's radical in, in that it's, it's outside of the the limited box within which our culture says the answers are to be found. Some of us view the body as the storage or the manifestation of our unconscious and subconscious minds. I certainly do. And what about intuition? Is that something that comes from the ethers and is just wafting around us and we might catch if we're lucky? Some of us view the body as an antenna for the collective consciousness, collective unconsciousness, and what about memory? Is memory stored in the convolutions of our brain tissue or is it all through our bodies? There's all kinds of stuff that science still hasn't figured out. Our body beings are sentient, finely tunable, well beyond what we've thought. They say we only use 10% of our brain. What if the other 90% is our body? 
This podcast will help you access that other 90%, the brilliance of all of you. I've certainly benefited tremendously over the years from my own experience of my valuing body intelligence and needing and finding guidance and education to access more of my own. My guests have really helped me navigate my challenges and also aspirations, how to be more in harmony and have more access to all the different things my body can offer me, including comfort, regulation, feeling more balanced, feeling truer emotion and more integration, expressing myself responsibly, feeling more pleasure, feeling more safety and freedom, and also feeling more access to all that this body knows about myself, about other people, about social interaction, about what needs healing in myself or somebody else, and what I might be able to provide towards that healing. All these experiences invite, if not require, inclusion of ourselves as bodies. So this podcast series, The Brilliant Body with Ali Mazay, is all about that, the inclusion of the body and its innate intelligence. What if we all have, whether we like it or not, whether we notice it or not, we are constantly being informed and influenced and guided, and hopefully at times inspired by our body brilliance. That's really what I've been after my whole life to reclaim and liberate my own body's brilliance and to help people reclaim and liberate theirs. In this case, hopefully yours. So with my guests, I'll be in conversation about the whole gamut of these topics, causes of dissociation, effects of dissociation, language, intuition, athleticism, religious influence on the body, trauma, sexual challenges, downright clear, specific information we can get about ourselves just by moving and noticing our bodies. And what about God in the body? So many things. Philip Shepard, again. You come into felt relationship, you drop down through the body and attune to what is there and suddenly it is alive and it is whispering to you and there is guidance in every moment of the present urging you forward. My guest and their masterful bodies of work, their professional and their personal experience will help us understand what it is we can do and be to feel more in alignment with what this physical experience of being self is. Because obviously while we're alive, and we are alive because we are this thing that we can see and feel and touch and interact with that has huge challenges, huge capacities, and also huge gifts. Gil Headley, again. I'm on a mission to rebrand the human body from a problem to a gift. There's a lot to be said for shifts in experience that can happen when that little metaphorical thought reframe takes place and you realize that you're living in this Rolls Royce technology unparalleled by any other technology on the planet that it was given to you for free, that is completely up to you what you do with it, whether you do anything with it or not, that is your prerogative. But wait a second, just shift your attention, put a little energy into the gift side of it. I have so many fantastic guests that I'm going to share with you with great excitement. I'm so honored that they all agreed to participate and to share their brilliance very much embodied. 
Thank you so much for joining us to explore your own body's brilliance with me, your host, Ali Mazay. I hope you found this episode inspiring. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Brilliant Body Podcast and spread the word to all the other brilliant bodies you know who might be interested in some insight and inspiration. If you'd like to learn more about the many ways I'm encouraging and guiding the wider world to reclaim the brilliance of the body, please visit my website at www.alimezey.com. Thanks so much for listening. Until the next episode and beyond, reclaim your brilliant body. This episode was written, hosted, produced, and edited by me, Ali Mazay. Thanks for additional editing to Rachel Fell and Nina Damour. Thanks to Florence Popoff for my social media management and to Blair, Mr. One Man Band Wilson for my theme music. <laughs>